But what an experience Italy has been so far. Yeah, I don't know what happened the last three days. It's already felt like we've been here for two weeks with everything that's went on. It's been a... Like, if, if we wanted to separate it, it's been a dream and a nightmare. But to sum it all up in the most perfect sense, it's been a movie. It's been a story. Yeah. Just like any other rom-com or any other movie. Like, no movie's perfect. No movie goes smooth or according to plan. Our trip so far has been exactly not that. that. What you think of a rom-com. Like, it's like everything goes wrong at the beginning and then it starts to get magical little by little. I think that's where we're headed now. I hope. But my God. And I, I, I'm i happy that I wasn't super obsessed over every detail and it being perfection. Like with the pre-planning. I felt like we were just like, yeah, we want to go here. We didn't plan what restaurant. We didn't plan what activity. Our itinerary was just literally, this is the city we want to go to. And then this is city, the next city and whatever. So that helped. But for the most part, I definitely thought we were just about to like just land, get out of the plane. I mean, get off the plane, get off the airport, train station, get off the train, <sighs> views, coffee. Like, Live the Italian lifestyle. Like right away. Yeah, no. So how was... so? This is, I mean, we've been talking about it, but like, let's actually recap. To we haven't really recapped. We've been so into it. We've been into and and we've been recapping like little by little. But we every single time that we start to dive in, we always just like, yo, let's leave it for the podcast. Let's leave it for the podcast. Yeah. Well, now it's time. The podcast is here. So, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna tell you where I think it started to. <laughs> I mean it started to it started and it was going no, no, down no, no, no. like like when it started to like start becoming a movie right so like in, in every movie there's always a moment that you're just like you know like you already have a feeling like okay now it's time for it to to actually hit like like now this is when the movie starts to get good so we leave from austin straight flights chilling get to houston chilling we fly into Miami, chilling. We go get our our hotel in Miami, all good. Everything's still smooth sailing. And in my head, and I'm you're thinking it as well, cause and this is where I'm gonna get to. But in my head, I'm just like, damn, like so far so good. Like it's, it's been smooth sailing so far. Then we wake up the next morning, Miami. We have originally planned we were supposed to go from Miami to Atlanta, Atlanta straight to Milan. To get to Milan at 9.30 in the morning. On our way to the airport to Miami, and this is when I think that's when it started, was when you looked at me, it was just like, you know what? Like, we should start traveling during this time of year. Like, everything's just going so smooth. Like, And I told you, I was like, I was going to wait till we were, like, on the flight about to land to Italy to say that. But I was like, yeah, I agree. Like, it's been all smooth sailing so far. And then we had a two-hour layover in Which, the actual plane. No, I'm sorry. One-hour layover waiting for our plane to board because of weather. And then we were in the plane already boarded, and we were on the tarmac about to take off, and we had an hour layover because of weather. So then we had to go, instead of going straight up, like a straight shot from Miami to Atlanta, we had to go around towards Clearwater. 
and west. In, yeah, west. And then during the flight, even the pilot was just like, luckily, we had just enough gas to make it. Yeah, like who wants to hear that? <laughs> so with that layover, obviously, we had a two-hour layover we were supposed to have in Orlando. And at the time, we thought that was going to be good. We literally landed at the exact time our flight that was supposed to go straight to Milan took off. We landed at 6 o'clock, and our flight to Milan was going to, it was... 6.15. 6.15. But we landed at 6. We landed at 6, but the gates closed 15 minutes before departure. And no matter what we knew about the truth, <laughs> we still ran through the Atlanta airport all down the gates to get to the fact bro i, I hate the, the milan gate americans or people i don't i don't even know people americans whatever because we were on that flight in atlanta and the um what do you call them again the people to help out the uh flight attendants the flight attendants yeah i can't i can't even think but the flight attendant was just like hey you know for those who missed your flight you should have already received an email or a text with the next connection flight like that's already taken for you for those that are trying to have a connecting flight, can you please let them get off the plane to basically see if they can make it? Like if the if your plane hasn't left yet. Like and, if your plane has already left, And stay if it seating. hasn't been rebooked. No, 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 no. They said if your plane hasn't left yet and if it hasn't been rebooked, rebooked, then you can get up and try to make it. That's what they meant. So if you know that your plane has or your flight has already been been rebooked or if it has already left, just stay in your seat and let the people stand up that have a chance. Exactly. And everybody got up. But I do believe that 90% of that flight did have connecting flights. Like the flight attendants and the pilot kept saying it. I know that a lot of you have connecting flights. Actually, a really good amount of you guys have connecting flights. But we're going to try to do the best we can, which I did not see any thunder or storm. Like I know the east side did have a hurricane coming up but or a tropical storm or whatever. But like why didn't they think of just taking the west earlier? I mean, because they didn't know how long it was going to take. I get Who cares? Just but the the fact that they, the flight attendant was just like, you know, let the people who have a chance to go catch their flight get up to try to go make it. And as soon as we stop. Everybody. Everybody gets up. And I know for a fact that not everybody missed it by that close. You know why? Because we were standing in that line for Delta to try to figure out what the next connecting flight was. And there was probably three other people. Like when I say people, I mean like in terms of groups or whatnot that were trying to figure that out. Like what was their next connecting well, flight? Well, every other every, every person had connecting flights to Greece. Others had Amsterdam and then Spain. Like not all of them had Milan. London. But a lot of had, them had connecting flights, period. Oh, all of them did. But I'm just saying like they already missed it. So they already had the email as soon as they landed oh, yeah, that yeah. they had. And we had it. So they shouldn't have gotten up. They should have let us go and see... <laughs> See, just by the off chance, right? But by the time that we got, we landed at six. By the t and the flight was supposed to leave at six fifteen. By the time that we got off the plane, it was six fifteen. Yeah. And we still started. We still tried and ran and to see if we can make it. Us two and then somebody else. And every every time we were at the airport way earlier than we needed to be. Like we were, like on the ball. Like it was. It was so frustrating that even though you do everything right, things can still be out of your control. But it was so funny. The fact that we got to the gate for Milan and the 
plane the plane had already left and then the flight attendant or whoever it was the worker at the at the desk she was like yeah the milan flight left already but they could probably book you to paris or something i was like what you talking about i'm not gonna just change my plans completely and be like oh let's go to paris instead like shut the hell up just tell me where the desk is to get this shit situated it was just like so Atlanta. So, oh my God. Oh my God. And then, like, uh, the couple next to us was trying to figure out how to get to Italy as well. Was it Italy? Yeah, it was. Okay. They, were, they also had it to Milan. But for some reason, it was harder for them to get a flight. And the person that we were with at the desk was going to get us a flight real, real easy. And and I don't understand. Originally to Amsterdam, but then I'm not vaccinated. And you're so not vaccinated, which I wouldn't pisses have been able, me the f off. Because I wouldn't have been able to enter Netherlands. You wouldn't even have gotten into the country. You would have stayed on the plane. I was like, can't can't, can't y'all quarantine him or something and put him in a room? <laughs> Until our flight leaves. <laughs> Until our flight and leaves. And then escort me to the plane. Like, come on, what the heck? Like, he's not even going into Amsterdam. But whatever. Luckily, then. She was able to rebook us for a flight leaving that same night at 9.30ish or whatever, 9.40, to London. Layover for three hours in London. And then we get to Milan. No, we get to London. No, we get to London and everything's fine. Oh, London is all good. You got to paint the picture. That's true. So we get to London and we go backtrack to Backtrack a little bit. We go to the front. We go to no, the backtrack. De- what you mean? So we were so we're in Atlanta. Oh, they give us the tickets. To- so we, we get the ticket. We have the connecting flight, and we're sitting there waiting to board for our flight in London. And I think you were just like, "Hey, like, do you think our our um, maleta is gonna make it?" Oh yeah. And we were trying to figure out if there's a way to track it. And I was like, "You know what? Let me just go ask." So I went to the, I think it's the front desk clerk. I don't know the people who like be telling you that it's time to board or whatnot when everybody get yeah i don't know the gate clerk i don't know what their name is but i go up there and i'm like um i just want to check we had a missed flight so we had a rebooking is our maleta here's our luggage in this flight and he goes whatever checks he goes what's your name daniel valdez he goes yep your luggage is on this flight cool okay so we get on that plane and then we get off in london and we, our luggage is the first one to get off the plane, and we see it, and we're like, okay, good. I pointed out, like I'm, I'm like looking at at the the baggage people, and it's <laughs> the first one. I'm just like, it's the first one that comes out, and it's yellow. I'm just like, nah, there's no way. And as soon as they flip it, I see a little tag just flip up. I'm like, bro, that's our maleta right there. Perfect, it's coming with us, right? Yes. It's like with us the whole time. Cool. We're already setting it up. People already know what's about to happen. Yeah! I'm still traumatized. I'm still crying. So we're in London, our layover, cool. We get on the plane. It's all good. We get on the British Airways plane. Well, first when we get to London, let me backtrack again. Once again, I keep forgetting. We we get to we go to the desk because he they tell us to just we have the receipt for the rebooking, but mm, we gotta go get the new I was gonna miss that stuff. We get we gotta get just the new tickets. Um the passes. Boarding pass. Boarding pass. I can't even think. So we go to the desk, whatever. She gets us the new boarding passes. We also give her the ticket of the luggage, which is the claim. The, 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 from Southwest. From Southwest. That we I, checked it in in 
Austin. Miami. No, no, no we, we didn't. Checked, we rechecked it in Miami. Yeah, but the receipt was from Southwest that went because we flew Delta in Miami. So we showed them the receipt from Southwest that whenever we checked in our bag at Southwest in, Miami. in Austin. In Miami, the ticket said MIA. Because we were going to MIA. We checked it in Our once. shit's MIA. No, <laughs> for real. We checked it in in Austin. Then we had it again. And then we rechecked it in Miami for $30. That's when we finally we didn't paid pay. for it. Well, we didn't pay for it, but we thought we were going to. Anyways, we rechecked it in Miami. The ticket was for Miami Southwest. M-I-A. It said it on the ticket. Yeah, because that's what we were flying to, babe. We flew Southwest to Miami. When we went to check in for our flight in Miami, we were going to fly Delta. So once we, like, we got, that's why the, the receipt was Regardless, from. Regardless, it was in London with us. So yes. it was doing good all the way until we get so to London. So when we got to London and we had to get our boarding pass, she asked, where's your receipt for the luggage? For, and for the we luggage? gave it to her. So, so we gave her the Southwest one. So they had the information. And, and she told us, she goes, yes, this is exactly what you need. Make sure to keep this with you so they know how to track your, your luggage. Yes. Perfect. That's when Great. I put it into my fanny pack. Yeah. And so we did all the stuff. We did the TSA for London, whatever. We're getting on the plane in London. The British Airways uh, airline is what we took to Italy. And we're getting on the steps because it's on. London doesn't really have all like like planes. Like gates. Gates for all planes. So some will have. We had to take a bus to the plane. Some will have the gates. Some will have. They'll just be on the runway or whatever. They'll just be outside, and the bus or the tram like you, needs like to Like you're take flying you. a private jet, basically. Yeah, that whatever. So I had the steps out. We're getting on the stairs. We look down to see where like all the carry-ons and all the luggages are coming in, and they're about to get on the plane. We see ours added onto that pile. Perfect. It's with us again in London, going to Milan. Amazing. So we see it, it getting on the plane. And then we get to Milan. And we're waiting. We go through customs. We're like the first people there. The The belt for the baggage claim, it still hasn't even started yet. There still hasn't been any carry-ons. Or, I mean, any check bag coming out yet. So we're like, all right, we're here. Perfect. And you go when you use the bathroom. I you go get to fresh the bathroom. I get freshened up. We're like getting back. ready. We're in Italy. We're about to hit up Milan. Yeah, we're, we're about here. to get. We're we about made to step it. outside. We outside. <laughs> we about to go outside and like just like have some coffee or whatever. Then you come back. And then I, I come, go in. Yep. I'm trying to get freshened up. I'm like, up. yeah, go. I'll wait for the luggage. Yeah, freaking. 10 minutes pass by, 15 minutes pass by. Our entire flight leaves. All the people that, like, the, the, the passengers on our flight, they just leave. They got all their luggage. And our luggage still has not come out yet. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I go to the lost and found, the lost baggages desk That bitch counter. was lost. And that cross-eyed bitch, like, I feel so, <laughs> listen, <laughs> so pissed i don't usually talk about people like this yeah dude. but listen i was so <laughs> mad because she's over here talking about like you know these people really don't care about you they don't they see this stuff every day they see this happen all the time so, so while you're on the other side 
and you're like frustrated and it's like plus the language barrier it's hell for you they knew english but it was also like a little bit yeah but for you it's like the end of the world like when someone is going through something like that they have a whole trip planned and if something goes wrong like losing your luggage it's like that's it it's over in the moment that's how it feels like but the people on the other side of the counter they see that every day so they're treating you as like a transaction all right where was it at okay what's your address fill out this report and you're just so frustrated you're like why do i need to fill out this report i saw it get on the plane where is it she keeps on saying it's in miami it's in miami no she kept saying like i don't understand your ticket why does this say Miami? Why does it say Southwest? I'm like because we've had layover, we've had, we've had flight, um, we had a rebooking, we've had different flight changes, but it's been with us throughout all the way. This is the ticket that you use because it's the same luggage tracking number. No matter where it's at, the luggage has a tag number, and that's how you know where it is. So stop worrying about whether it's in Austin, Miami. Listen, just take the damn ticket, and you'll know where it is. All right, bet. We so even she- showed her a picture that it was like, yo, this is the picture that it was, it landed in London with us. Well, she looks, she looks up the tag number and it does say in the system on my Delta app, it says it on her system and I'm, and, and she goes, it's in London. It says it's still, it's still in London. I'm like, okay, but how is it still in London? Why is it still in London? If we saw it all the way out in by the plane like by the plane it was there why is it still in london and she's thinking that i'm saying i don't believe that it's in london so she's just quiet and she's waiting by the printer to get it printed out she goes here it says i'm like no no no. i know what it says i can see it on the app you don't gotta print it out for me i can see it on the app that it says it's in london I'm asking how I'm asking you to contact the flight BA five six eight and ask them where the hell what the th- what the hell did they do with the luggage? What did they do with the luggage? And she's still like, well, just make a report and whatever, whatever. I'm just like, okay, thank you. We're trying to call British Airways. They don't answer because it's like ten o'clock, eleven o'clock at night, almost about to be twelve. Danny and I are like, we're just so. We're literally sitting at the airport. We're sitting on the floor at this point. We we try to go to the counter where British Airways is at. Closed. In Milan. Closed. We're like, let's go to Delta then because. Delta booked us the flight. Delta booked us the flight. We probably could have kept forcing them like to talk to us. But when we got to Delta, she was like, I don't know. Like, just everything is online. You and have to go to British Airways. Like, it's go closed. to British and Airways. She was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. We can't help. And it's closed. It, oh, I'm sorry. Everything's online. And I'm just like, oh, God. Everything is online. And it's so frustrating. That's why they're so okay with clocking out and not being there personally because everything's online. It doesn't mean that it fixes shit. So we, we keep trying to call British Airways to get in contact with them to figure out why the heck they didn't put the luggage on the plane. Bro, we had to contact T-Mobile to, to get figure us- out how to dial this international number, which we're going to definitely get billed for. Whatever. At this point, I don't care. So we're calling and we're calling and they don't answer. And then I'm like, let me go on to the chat thing. And then... I'm working on this for you. Like, that's what they say. Whenever you go do a chat thing with anything, I'm working on this for you. And da, 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 da. they give you so much bluff. And then at the end, oh, you have to contact our black baggage claim department. 
I told you what the issue was from the very beginning. Why couldn't you tell me that before? And I told them, that's the now that's the number that we're trying to call and they don't answer. And the person says, yeah, it's just that they usually have a high volume. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I just need a solution right now. And I feel like when a per, when we're in those situations, we think we're the only ones. We're like, oh, my God, you know, the world hates us everything's against us we are literally we're, we're we're getting targeted like it's everything is going against the grain for us like i mean we just think of the worst bro we were dead ass sitting on the floor like just thinking to ourselves Miserable. what did we do wrong what did we do wrong Why what is this happening yeah like us? what karma did we do that fucked us up what was it that we did wrong against the universe to cause this because like in the grand scheme of things we've We've been we were planning to do this trip Italy um whenever the the same time but then covid hit. Uh-huh. Bless you. But then covid hit, right? So we were planning to do this in 2020 around the same time but do it with your parents. Covid hit, Italy was the first country to shut down. Cool. Did our Move wedding. We, yeah, we we did yeah, we moved on, we did other trips. So then we ended up coming now this year and then around February or whatnot, we're just like, let's do Italy this year. And we planned it. We first were going to do a three month vacation, backpack through Europe. Then that turned into one month. Let's go to four different countries. And then as we're getting closer with all the vaccine mandates or whatnot, then we, um, then we were just like, okay, cool. Let's just, like we like broke it down. We just said, all right, what country do you want to do? And you've always had a dream to do Italy. So let's plan Italy. Two weeks Italy. Budget, timing. We, we need to take the time off of work. What's enough time that we can enjoy for ourselves? And then what's the most that we can be able to take off of work? Two, two and a half weeks is basically what we decided on. So we've been basically sacrificing, planning the whole nine since February of this year. Fast forward to September, and we're finally in Italy. Like, we're through all the stress, through everything that we went through, and everything that we did to try to make it to this point, to make it to this country. And we're sitting at the arrival, at, at the arrival gate of the arrival section, with a Miss Maleta that we saw board the plane, but is somehow not with us. And we're looking at each other just like, this is literal hell. Yeah. Like, what did we do wrong? It was. No one's answering. No one's giving a clear answer. No one's guiding us in the right direction. We're literally There's no realizing customer service. we're alone. There's yes. no customer service. There's no, not even like advice or like, hey, this happens a lot. I would suggest just going to your destination. We made the report. You're good. Let's just see what's next. Like, you know, they'll deliver to, like, you know, not even just like And we're so short-sighted that we're just like, we have to get our maleta. We have to get our maleta. Everyone's, we have to get our maleta. Yeah. Nobody, exactly. Like, if somebody would have told us that, like, look, we already have the report. Just contact them whenever you want an update. But, you know, just keep on whatever you had planned. Nothing. And well, nothing. They no were just one like, expands. No one's like communicative. And I don't know if that's a European thing, which I feel like it is. The but they were just service. like, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm like, sorry, here's a piece of paper. Uh, you contact them. I don't know. Like, figure it out. And that's it. Next. Everyone gives off that energy here. It's Next. like, uh, I don't know. We can't do anything. Like, whatever. Okay, cool. Like, I was like, yeah, this is what happens when you... Like, nothing, not even, like, uh, uh, just trying to see if if they could 
do something or at least give us some type of information. They see this stuff happen every day. And instead of saying like they're just like, oh, I don't we can't do anything about it. I'm sure they say that because they know it happens a lot. But instead, if like they're looking at us, they see us freaking out. Maybe they could Stressing, get us. They, maybe they could get a sense that all oh, these people are new to this. They're people. They're they're new to Europe. Like they're whatever something to just have something simple, in their heart. Yeah, like just as simple. Like hey, look, this happens all the time. Or look, like I've seen this happen before. We already have the report filled out. We've already con- we did everything that we could do. We can't do anything else. And I feel like because we were, we talked about it in the connecting flight for Atlanta, the, per, the the couple next to us, that they kept on arguing. They kept and the guy was just like, "Look, like I understand. There's just there's no flights for you to get to this destination. Like I'm sorry." Oh, everybody's frustrated at any yeah. counter. Everyone's frustrated. But like, like we're understanding in that fact that like if that was our situation, somebody was to tell us like, "Look, we can't book this flight because there's literally no ex- like there's no available flights for you." I feel like we would be understanding okay. and be like, like okay, we cool, like, like we got it. Exactly. You're giving us all the information. Now, but when if, it's, if you're just like trying to put us off and be like, yo, look, like I'm sorry. I don't know. Can't yeah. do anything. Like, like we you can't do anything. Like I'm sorry. Figure it out. Like if anything, this is the airport's responsibility. Whether it's this airport or that airport or whatever. Or the y'all airline. All have, Contact the airline. Y'all low key all have partnerships. Y'all all need to work together. So I don't know. Like you have more power over contacting that airport more than me. More connections. Or connections. You have more connections. Regardless. So we land at six thirty in Italy. We didn't. Six thirty. Yeah, we at six thirty. Was it that Italy. early? Yeah. Yeah, it was because we were planning on leaving around we were, like nine, eight o'clock to Venice from Milan. No, we we were planning to get to Milan like at no. I'm sorry, we were planning to get to Venice like at nine. Oh yeah, yeah. And we were gonna leave at seven because we were just like, cool, like our flight lands at six thirty. We'll jump on the next train and we'll go straight to Venice. Train. We so had then, the train booked already. Exactly. We had the train booked. We're just like, let's rest for the night with the delays. Like we we were supposed to land at nine thirty in the morning was the original plan. We were supposed to land at nine thirty in the morning to Milan. We ended up landing at six thirty. But in, I just want to paint the picture of us sitting there. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. You're like, this is literal hell. And I'm like, I know, but like, we just have to try to keep calling and this or whatever. And and then I finally, finally, you wake up and you're like, no, we're going to take this shit upon ourselves. We're just going to go. We're just going to continue with our itinerary. Let's just go. Yeah, because yeah, because and you had it in you in you to be like, they're going to figure this shit out. They're going to we made a report. They're going to deliver it. Me. I'm still trying to think of like, how could we get this luggage tonight? I'm still thinking of the impossible. We were insane. We were still we were trying to do the same thing, expecting a different result. Me. We were for trying. The most part. No, I was doing it too. Like we were trying like ten different ways to contact one number, and T-Mobile even tried to contact the number, and it still wasn't going through. We were still trying it to contact the number. It was more because freaking Bitter Sharewaves just really wasn't answering at that time. And then and then you were just like, look, like we have to wait for our luggage. Let's just book a, a Airbnb in Milan and do all this other shit. And I just started thinking. I was like, fuck that, bro. Like. Spend even more. I was like, nah, fuck that. If we're going to spend money, we might as well go to our destination and let's continue the trip. Like, fuck it. Like, if, if we have to improvise and if the universe wants to make this into a movie, then let's at least fucking enjoy the movie then. And that's where I love let's you. Let's enjoy the fucking story. <laughs> that's where I need you because then when I saw you start getting up and you're like going to different places, I'm like still trying to call. And, and and I'm on the chat and the person's telling me, no, I can't help you call this number. I'm just like, what the hell do I do? So you're like, you you get up and you start going back and forth. You give me your phone and you're like, car rental. And I'm like, 
okay, let's do a car rental. I didn't think of that. But the fact that you were like, let's just rent a car and drive from Milan to Venice. Because there was no trains. There was no trains. There's trains no are done. Uber or Lyft. It's 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. It's 10 o'clock at night. Ubers, they don't do them like that. Ubers are just the, the black out sedans, the private driver kind of Ubers that is like luxury type. There's no lifts. There was no buses. There's no trains. So it's either you're stuck at the airport because even then, like, we have no way of getting to actual Milan, like downtown Milan. No, like, forget Milan today. Let's just yeah. go straight to Venice. So it was either stay at the airport through the night into the next morning for the next available train or let's just fucking drive, right? I learned how to drive standard for this reason. Well, not for this reason, but I learned how to drive standard. So let's take advantage of that shit and let's fucking ride out. And we'll... Because we, had, we had practiced manual one time six hours dry yeah one, one time which you did great and shout out to if pain ever pain. hears this i'm gonna i'm gonna text him at the end of the trip but if pain ever hears this you were a literal fucking lifesaver Angel. i don't i don't i don't give a shit that i cursed <laughs> if it wasn't for pain look six hours is all i had six hours to practice to in practice texas. standard in texas we rented was the a manual only car. experience I had driving stick mm-hmm. to then come to Italy and it ended up being our only option to end up getting to Venice. I mean, yeah, if only he knew he was a great teacher for you. And so I'm like, let's do it. So we get to Hertz and we went to sixth first. We went to sixth. Which is another like rental car. By the detail. We, we, yeah, because... We're like actually like playing this back Well, because we really time. have been running around with our heads cut off this whole entire... Until we got to Tuscany. We have been running around with our heads cut off between like sleeping and actually we enjoyed Venice. We'll get to that later, but... Anyways, so we get to Six, which is the first rental company we go into. And she looks at us like, no, we don't have any rentals available. Like, as if we needed to, we, we had to know that, that we didn't have any available. Like, girl, all right. Just say that we don't got available. But she's looking at us like we're crazy. I'm like, so we go to the next door, which is Hertz. And he had available. And he was super nice. And he was like, yeah, it's 100. Or, well, he didn't even say yet what, how much it was. But you were like, well, can we can we drop it off at a different location like the Venice airport? Because we did not want to go back to Milan yeah. in the morning. We just wanted to be at Venice. And, he and was his like, face, he was like... He was like, ah, the only fee... The only thing is that the fee to drop it off at another airport is going to be a lot. And he was like... And we were like, well, how much? And he was like, $71 or something like that. And I was like, okay, and the total... No, he was like, 63 euros. So I was like, okay, so 63 euros to drop it off. So I was like, how much is the rental? And then he goes one sixty three. So I was like, mm-hmm. so it's one sixty three plus sixty three. He goes, no, it's one sixty three in total. I was like, let's do it. So we looked at each other. We're just like, book it. <laughs> it is a lot for one night, but it's also a long distance, and it's dropping it off at a completely different city. So in the state that we were in, with the only options that we had, one sixty three was a bargain. Right. So we get it. We go to the <laughs> we go to the garage, and the garage is so complicated. Listen, everything is complicated here in Europe. Maybe not after a while that you're here, but when you first for the first land, time ever, dude, everything is complicated. And it wasn't even that there was the language. At this point, it was just because. It was just all different numbers. Each garage was multiple rentals. So you had to go by the numbers. And it's just a bunch of different arrows. But it's not like there's a... I don't know. 
Because some things, it just depends. It's just weird. I feel like it's more mental because you're at a different place. And pl- but, I mean, I feel like all rental companies are like that. It's just we were... We were already stressed. We were already stressed. And our anxiety was already through the roof that... So we go through like... The fact that we were able to think of the rental was like cool. But then to like process <laughs> everything else after that, like we were... Because I remember we were walking and then you were trailing behind, still trying to figure out the maleta thing. And I'm trying to figure out the car stuff. And I'm just like, dog, I am so no. exhausted and tired. I just want to I just want to get to Venice. No, once we were at the car rental, I was like, all right, forget it. Forget the, forget the luggage. Like, let that be figured out on its own. So this we get is a in, straight up vent session. Yeah. So we get to the car. I can't even fit through the day. <laughs> Whatever. We're like, hey, everything you practice, put it to work now. And that's what we do. And we drive, you drive from Milan to Venice at 12, 11 o'clock at night. We get there. Two hours. Two hours after. Pitch black in the highway. Dark as hell. We're tired. We have not eaten anything. The the London no wait the the yeah the seven hour flight from um, Atlanta to London had dinner and breakfast which was Trash. terrible by the way like airport food I mean fl- airplane food <laughs> terrible disgusting whatever appreciative but absolutely horrible so I just we just have a little bit and I've, even then we're not even hungry. It's just that we're like eating because the stress is just not even that. And then our taking, body is still like on on Austin time. Yeah, like it's taking away our appetite. And all then of it. we get to London and it's like a five hour difference. Like we get to London at like 12. So our body is still thinking like, bro, it's still seven o'clock. You, you don't eat until noon. Like Austin we had time. some tacos in Atlanta, but I don't even know what time we're supposed to be on. Honestly, <laughs> at that point. Confused. I'm so confused what my stomach and what I'm supposed to do. So then we got to Atlanta and all we had was a croissant and coffee. And coffee. And that's it. No, in Atlanta we had tacos. No, I'm saying in London. Oh, in London we had. um, Damn, I don't even remember what we we had. We had five. Basically, we had five or six flights in two days and had in total like an actual like two meals. Five or six flights. That's crazy. So we're We're driving. We end up stopping at a McDonald's. Once we get oh, to Venice, we got to Venice. Amazing. But nothing's open. So we're like, let's go to the McDonald's before we get to the Airbnb. And we get to a McDonald's. There's a bunch of youngins just coming in with the late night munchies. It was a vibe. And like even the whole I didn't. Yo, the cafe at McDonald's, the McDonald's here in Europe has a whole cafe, like literally not McCafe. No, no, no. Not that. Not that old like that watery coffee it has espresso macaroons croissants filled with nutella macchiatos like a whole starbucks section on its own machine inside of mcdonald's nine piece chicken nuggets yeah (laughs) i was like wow we still got basic stuff but i was like looking at that and i was like amazing anyways and so and the and, and the mcdonald's workers bring the trays to people it's like it's an actual know. restaurant. Yeah, like full a, service. Yeah, it was cool. And we eat um, at the Airbnb. We get to the Airbnb. It's like three gates we need to go to, but it's fine. The Airbnbs have been amazing so far. Only two, but we finally get to the Airbnb. Like around, we actually get into the Airbnb like around one one thirty in the morning. We get there, whatever. We figure it out. We take a quick shower. We, we have go nothing. to sleep. We have yeah. 
I mean, we, we have, have nothing. Well, we have ca- we okay. have the same clothes that we've been wearing for three days at that point. Well, yeah, but let's mention that we do have a carry on. That we brought just in case. And that we, yeah, we were like, just in case. Like, Initially, like, if, if the luggage, is, you know, weighs too much, I just have a, a carry-on just in case. Or if we get to Italy and we want to get some stuff, let's just have the carry-on just in case. Just in case. And then we have a book bag, which is a personal item with all, all the all of- electronics. Yeah. But the carry-on had our toiletries, which thank God. And some of our clothes, but not really, barely any. I had like two <laughs> underwear in the in the carry-on and you had just a pair of jean shorts. Jean shorts. That's it. And what you wore to the airport, which yep. I the same thing with me. So we're in the Venice Airbnb and we're like, well, we're gonna shower and just basically go figure it out tomorrow. Naked to bed and just like figure it out tomorrow. I had contacted my cousin who had lived in Italy for about two, three years. He is a foreign service ambassador for the um, the embassy, and he lived in Milan. It was his last uh, mission or base. I don't really know what you call it. And now he's in D.C., but before that, he was in Italy with his wife, and they had a baby here. They've lived here for a long time, and they know everything, and he was like, just let me know if anything. And I had called him or texted him at the airport to ask him for guidance like okay what should we do with this situation but he never responded because he was working i mean the times were off i didn't even know the times in the u.s at that point but he called my mom the next day because at that point we were we were tired he wrote back but we were we were sleeping my mom explained to him the situation and we woke up to a text saying this happens all the time like don't let what we wanted to hear what we wanted to hear what we wanted to hear this happens all the time. But I think my mom had already told him that we already drove to Venice. So this happens all the time. You know, don't let it don't let it uh, discourage you. Just make an adventure out of it. And then he gave us shopping tips so that where we were staying, it was going to be cheaper. But in Venice, you can go to H&M and Zara. That's exactly what we did. So we woke up. We wore the same exact things that we were wearing throughout the airport. Then we go to Venice, which was... We dream. got there super. All right, now yeah, now yeah, we go. We we get there early because we're like, even though we went to go to bed at, at one one thirty, we woke up at seven, and then we take the train. And let's actually now like let's shine let's shine a little bit of light on it. So and like, let's slow down. Go through your experience of oh. yeah, because it's it was it, I mean this whole all that has been emotional. That's why we've been like talking fast back and forth. But if you stick if you stuck with us for this long. Now let's slow the pace a little bit because the movie's getting a little better. So obviously I'm frustrated because I had all these outfits planned for each city. As a woman, you know, like I'm thinking of all the outfits that I can wear here and I can wear there and it'll be such a nice picture with this outfit here and whatever. Thinking of all these little details and the aesthetics and I'm waking up kind of depressed Kind of sad because I need to put the exact same leggings and 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 shirt that I wore for three no three five six flights. So whatever, it's okay. Get up, we shower, we have our toiletries at least. I don't have my skincare with me, but I have everything else that's necessary for my hygiene. <laughs> and same with you, you had your toiletries as well. So we get up. And we wake up at 7, we go. We catch our train that we did have booked. 
already because we had booked our trains beforehand. How was that tunnel getting the to the train tunnel, station? Bruh. So we're st- we stayed. It's a different breed out here, bro. In Venice, we stayed outside of the island, outside of the Venice island. So it was in Venice. Um, Mestre. 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 I mean, there's a lot of Airbnbs there. You saw tourists coming out of the Airbnbs in and out. A lot of people stay outside of Venice because A, the availability, barely any in Venice. Two, the freaking, I mean, rates per night are absolutely ridiculous, over $200 in Venice. So we stayed outside at this Airbnb. But we didn't know how. I don't know how to choose the right word here. They were doing meth in the tunnel. How sketch this area would be. There's a tu- there's a tunnel that we need to go through to get to the train station. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. At 8 o'clock in the morning, our first outing. And we go through this tunnel to get to the train station. And there's like two meth heads just cooking it up, sniffing it up right in that tunnel. Not sniffing, smoking. No, they were sniffing. They were smoking, whatever. You could do that however you want. They were doing it in any other way. Like, you just saw the... the Before we even got to the meth heads, bro, there was a splatter of blood just in the middle. There was a splatter of blood (laughs) in the tunnel. Maybe maybe fresh a day or two. And then there's two meth heads just, like, facing the wall. You know, facing the wall at... In the morning, with the aluminum foil, with the spoon, everything that shit up, everything out, out, just doing it, and I'm like, what the hell? So there's the tunnel, then there's the other side where people can walk or ride the bike through the tunnel, and I understand now why people just ride the bike through the tunnel, cause walking that, mm, it ain't so smart. We were the only ones walking it. I feel like that. I mean, that we, we saw, but there was that couple. There, I mean, after that, you just see people going through. But as for what we know, that the tunnel was the only way to get to the train station. So we go through it and we're like, oh, my God, we have to go through this tunnel at night. We'll get to that later. Cliffhanger. But anyway, so we we get to Venice. We just go through those people. They didn't bother us. They were doing their thing, getting high. Let them be them. Whatever. We to get each his own. To each his own. We get through. We're like, wow, eight in the morning. They're just get, they're getting high like that. All right, whatever. There's police, but there's police inside already of this station, the train station. Um, so the train station looks normal. The train station, you see all types of people, all types of tourists, locals, normal people, just normally traveling, like all good. And then the train experiences have been great. Well, we've been fine. So we'll get to that later. We'll get to Venice. And it's an absolute dream. We're getting into a lot of things later. Venice. Well, because we're going step by step. Venice. We're taking you along the trip with us. Yeah. Venice has been or was everything that I have imagined and more. Like, I didn't know the streets were going to be that picturesque, that amazing. Like, we got there at 8, 10, 8, 15 in the morning. So we saw when the businesses were opening opening up, when the cargoes and the shipments were coming in by boat. So you see all these workers, like, railing in all the, the, the stuff into the stores. Everyone bring, you know, 
I mean, it was just amazing to see everyone setting up. Awesome. Opening up shops, sweeping in front of the yeah. shop. Yeah. Bro, that was, that was when I, like, it hit me. When, it hasn't really hit me, hit me, but that's when I was just like, we're somewhere else. Because I'm so accustomed to how America does it that it's, at a certain time, it's go. Like, it's open and it's go. Yeah. And whenever we got to Venice, uh, like around that time, and we noticed later on, like most businesses don't open until like nine nine thirty, and even then, like they open up at their own time. There's there's nobody telling that they have to open up at a certain time. Is do you want to open up at it like at it early? Do you want to whatever? But as we're walking through the streets, the restaurants, the shops are starting to slowly open. Like the food's laid out. Mm-hmm. They're sweeping in front. And I'm just taking it all in. It's not that busy. It's not busy at all. We sit down in the cafe. We have, we People have coffee, watch. cappuccinos. We have croissants. We have we're seeing an egg the, omelet. We're seeing the viejitos like as they're coming, like coming out to their balcony, looking outside. I see the cheese man. We see people like walking there and like talking to the workers as they're and the opening. Fashion people wearing. Like the most everywhere's like a fashion show. Like everybody got their own fashion though. At that at that time of the morning, like it was amazing to see. It was quiet. I mean, beautiful, amazing, really. Like it was just, uh, I loved Venice. Different culture, yeah, for sure. And we kept walking, and Venice is like a maze. It's like a maze. Everything is like where you would expect to there not be a turn. You turn, and it'd be a whole other street, a whole other. Street full of markets and stores, and you see all the carnicerias opening up. So you see like the prosciutto and the cheeses and the stores and like the the restaurant. I mean, it's just everything. It's just everywhere you turn, beautiful. The streets are so narrow, and you and and it's just every every balcony has flowers and plants. It's just awesome. I so it looked so fake. It's just beautiful. Like I pictured Venice, and I just pictured the canal, and the and the gondolas, and the water taxis. But I didn't realize, or, or even I couldn't imagine how cute and how just precious just walking through each street would would be. I mean, amazing. It, it seems fake, and then it gets suddenly so packed like midday 12 o'clock what was it that it got super like i don't even i just I know just like at one time tourists. it was super empty and it was super chill and then out of nowhere it just got super oh my packed God. yeah so packed i was like what the heck is going on and at that point so we at one point we decide to start shopping because we have no clothes oh yeah so yeah we, we end up yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were like all right let's start shopping First place we hit up, H&M, because at least we know somewhat the prices, how they are there. H&M, Zara, we could skip over that. But basically, you got underwear. I got a couple clothes for we the next two days. Clothes. We got all our clothes. Zara was the last shop we went to. We ended up pretending to try on clothes in Zara <laughs> to change into the new clothes that we that bought. That we got at H&M. That we got on H&M just so we can feel at least like. <laughs> this is all going to be on the vlog, by the way. Freshened up. Yeah, but yeah, it, like the actual visual is gonna be on the vlog. Yeah, 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 it's crazy. So it, it was just as if, like, just to be like, okay, we're we're here. Let's uh, let's just change our clothes. <sighs> so we ended up going to Zara, pretending to try on stuff to end up changing it to our clothes. And from there, then that's when we kept on experience. Like, then that was all right. Now let's experience 
more Venice. And we kept walking. But then at, that, at one point, well, we go to um, the St. Mark's Basilica, where all that is, the Piazza de San Marco, like, and, and it's just beautiful. That's where we decide to actually sit. I have I had an Aperol spritz. You had two rosés. They had, like, a whole spread with olives and nuts and cookie like i mean it was just amazing and we're just sitting there people watching tourists watching because that area is where like all the tourists were taking their very cringy pictures <laughs> but it was funny to watch and um yeah just looking at all at it all because i mean for the most part we're not super interested in taking pictures with with places like that like i'd rather take pictures of those things just by taking the picture but i don't really care about taking a selfie with the basilica behind me i'd rather just sit there and take in that view to be able to actually look at the artwork and take my time looking at it and i don't really care about going inside there was like a long line it's like three euros per person like for what just go in let's go outside and just 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 let's just sit and admire this part so that's what we did we just sat there chilled and then after that, we went to a garden and it was really nice. But we realized that we needed a break because there was a lot of people. And we, we were hot and we were carrying the bags. We were carrying the bags of the shopping. So we go back to the Airbnb. So, you know, just freshen up, drop the car back off at the airport. We dropped the car back off the airport. Then we ended up taking a uh, bus back to Venice so we can have dinner at Venice. And we ended up just walking around, got lost in the streets a little bit. I Like, I just say lost because we were just aimlessly walking just walking but it, we, it was amazing that that was we cool. saw kids like it was like the actual like and and that's what i love traveling with you is we at least like me because like i said i love what traveling with you is i feel like we get the most authentic experience doing what like the way that we travel like when we did for example when we did like our first ever trip together san diego la like it's very touristic but in a way like the way we were scooting around the way we were driving everywhere like it felt as if we were live like we, like we were Cali, like you know living that cali lifestyle and we like everything we've done has been that puerto rico we did that and then here to come back and then we're just aimlessly showing we we're hungry but it didn't stop us from at least enjoying the stroll and we ended up walking into the actual neighborhood part of venice which you saw as you were walking, there was no tourist in there. There were kids out in front of their apartments or whatnot playing soccer. There were cats. There were dogs. Like, it was the actual neighborhood. Like, you can tell. Yeah, he walking with their hands behind their back. <laughs> I love that. And it was, and it was like, an, like a true, authentic, like, Venice experience. And ended up going to a restaurant, like, what I wanted to do, like, a restaurant outside that we can sit outside had pizza, had pasta. We were able to kind of like recap for the most part, like everything that we went to just to make it to this moment that yep. through everything that we did, like we still enjoyed that. Like we enjoyed the day. We don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. We don't know what other shit's going to hit the fan and what we had to deal with tomorrow. But for right now, what we did today or what we had to deal with the last couple of days, we made the best out of it that day. Mm hmm. Going all through Venice, like taking a break, taking a little nap, refreshing, kind of leaving behind the mess that happened in Milan by returning the car. And we're just like, OK, now let's continue on with the trip. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, like we, we did all of that. And, we'll, we then, and then, after dinner, it started raining and it was so nice to see 
rain in Venice. It was so like romantic. Like I loved it. So romantic. Everything. It just looked fake. Like I, I kept stopping, and I was just like, "Is this real? Like, am I really here? Is this like how? I feel so small in this place. I'm sorry. No, I feel big because the place is so small. Is what I meant. So I feel like I'm just walking over it. I feel like I'm, like I am looking at it. Everything's so 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 um how do you say that fragile in a way like everything's so small like i'm in a i'm in a uh like uh what do you call those a um oh my god when they make those models i don't know it just felt so unreal and amazing like the rialto bridge was so nice we had a moment there all the couples like taking pictures and kissing and it's just yeah i loved venice so from venice because we'll we'll get to the move to on the, from venice no we, no like just we like go just through that back. tunnel though yes on the way back we go through the tunnel and we were nervous and we were scared because we were just like damn like we're going back through that same tunnel that they were doing meth at in the morning we can only imagine how it's going to be at night right and I remember we were walking towards the train to head back. And I had told you, I was like, look, I'm not saying that it's going to happen. Just with the way that the trip's going, let's just plan for the worst. If something was to happen mm-hmm. and these meth heads grow fucking balls of steel and some shit, I'm like, I'll try to hold them off as long as I can. You take the keys and take whatever we and like you just take off. You thought I'd be fighting them, but you thought. Oh, you ain't going to do shit. So <laughs> like, we're planning that. Uh-huh. And then we're walking towards the tunnel we're like preparing ourselves preparing ourselves and as soon as we turn to go down we see the cops there we're like yes we see policia policia locale and that tunnel empty and it was two on each side at each end really and they do that because they probably know that they try to avoid them people doing that at night that's why they don't that's why they do that in the eight in the morning because there's police at night amazing we feel way better so kind of like just looking back ah. from expectations versus reality. Just in, in just in Venice alone, our first little taste. Put all like put put aside all the the drama and and everything else. Expectations versus reality of Venice. Expectations for me were outside of Venice. Like my expectation was to get off the plane drop off our luggage at the train station in Milan and enjoy Milan a little bit before heading to Venice. But that's the, but the Venice plan. Venice in general, yeah. it was it met my expectations. It met your expectations? And exceeded them, actually. Because I would have never imagined how it actually felt to be there. I when I when Whenever I pictured Venice, I pictured the, the canal, the Grand, you know, Grand Canal, and I pictured the Basilica and, like, all this stuff, like, the, the touristic stuff. And I pictured, I pictured some streets that, you know, you'd see the... You'd see the apartments and you'd see the gondolas. and But that's it. Like, I didn't think that it was going to be so many streets. It felt like a maze, like hidden ways to just see different gems. Like, my gosh, every street felt like a story. It felt just amazing. You would see different. I didn't, I didn't think there were going to be so many restaurants, so many bakeries, so many cafes and stores. And it wasn't just all touristic stores. It was literally like legit stores with the masks. You know, from the from the carnival that they have yearly, like. Well, so do you know what the name of the carnival is? I don't. I don't remember. Okay. 
but the masks are very popular there like theater is very popular there and so it's like i mean just seeing that the artwork and the jewelry and and the fashion like i i remember seeing all uh, like videos of people in venice with the fashion like the weird fashion but at eight in the morning we were having coffee and there was people like decked out and all For the viejitas, the, the donas, like just like walking and, and, and all like really, they, they were all pretty and like well put together and walking already in the morning. And then you see the guy putting in the newspapers in everybody's door and then some of them coming out of their balcony in the morning to have some cigarettes and just and then some people meeting up each other and like they already know each other in the streets. And I mean, there was this vlogger, I guess, or this influencer or model, maybe just walking she was just walking straight stiff as hell but the guy was like behind her with all this like equipment i'm like poor guy can't even enjoy it. <laughs> maybe that's how he enjoys it but following her like it was it was stereotypical but also there was a lot of stuff missing that i would have never expected and it was amazing like i kept telling danny i was like i want i just want to go to the narrow streets I don't want to go to any street that's too wide. I am obsessed with these narrow streets. I absolutely love it. And in ex and in those turns and in those streets that you didn't think that you would take, like that would be a dead end usually. Or it would just be, what, what would that lead to? It's just like a little corner. What the heck is that going to lead to? No, it would be a full-on street with a lot more restaurants, a lot more, like, it would be another way to go somewhere else and, and just seeing all the movement and how hard people work for their businesses there i like, just it's an actual prod and the food like our first actual meal in italy amazing because we're not counting mcdonald's because like mcdonald's we did it just like we weren't we planning to have no mcdonald's choice. at all like we had no choice exactly we were starving i was thinking i was like this is hilarious Come Everything all the way I to had, Italy just to have McDonald's. The first meal in freaking Italy was McDonald's. <sighs> Dude. But our actual, actual first meal, we end up going, like I said, we get to Venice and we have the the, the cappuccinos with the croissant. Oh, oh my God, bro. What the heck was that sweet thing in the middle? I don't know. I still don't know, but it tasted delicious. And, and then, then the, the eggs. eggs the eggs i swear to god it had cheese the whole entire time it tasted like it had cheese there was no cheese No cheese, because i asked for a plain omelet and the omelet the eggs were bright orange like i was like yeah this is good egg because when it's too yellow you know that that's not pasteurized or it's not and I'm, i don't know if it was pasteurized but i know that it was like good <laughs> and it was just uh i mean from every detail and the dinner and and the service has been they've been nice so far and yeah. oh my god wait till you the tuscany episode we but still have to live it and then we'll we have to live it. it we're here in tuscany right now it's the first night i ain't gonna see anything but the dream continues and that's all i'm gonna say that'll be for the next episode but long i just i was gonna say long story short it's been a long story it's been a long story <laughs> But it w definitely, I we we could we could get depressed, we could get sad, we could stay frustrated. We could fall in that hole. We could fall in that hole. The fact that we don't have the clothes that we spent money on, and the fact that we had to spend money that we didn't want to spend, like we wanted to spend it on experiences and food, and instead we had to spend it on freaking clothes. And then now we're having to like budget the actual food and the experiences that we want to have. It's so frustrating, but when you we're here when you have what half an, a week and a half planned screw it like 
Two we weeks, don't, bro. They have our addresses of where they can deliver our luggage to when they freaking decide to. And if it gets here, it gets here. And if it doesn't, like... We have to keep going. We yeah. have to keep moving. Let's actually enjoy the actual experience or whatnot. But kind of touch on just... Because you keep on saying that the way that you pictured it and all this... Actually, like, explain how much and how long of a dream it's been for you to come to Italy. And, and like, and you touched on it on other episodes, but, like, why it's been, on like, number one on your bucket list. Because I remember we talked about it, and I know we talked about this in a prior episode, in terms of, like, the top three places you wanted to go to. And Italy was number one. But kind of, like, go more into, into detail about that. Like, why Italy... How long have you been, you know, dreaming about this and, and, you know, all that? Ever since I started wanting to just even travel, maybe 14, 15 years old, I have always dreamed about Italy. Like, I knew there were other countries in Europe, but for some reason, I always wanted to do Italy. And I knew that Italy was going to be the country where I wanted to visit every city at. Like, and I know that there's still going to be so much left after this, but I knew that it was going to be a whole entire thing, whether, whether it be a month, four weeks, three weeks, two weeks. I knew it was going to be something because I needed to see everything. I love the culture. I feel like I, I can, it's the language that I can learn easily. Uh, second or third to Spanish and English like and it's the culture that that you feel most like connected to in a way most connected to just because of the way that they are very similar to Cubans and how we are very loud like family oriented expressive and um, simple the food straight to the point when it comes to the food I mean who doesn't love Italian food but I was always like why there has to be a difference between Italian food and Italy and Olive Garden. Like I was never the type to fall into the trap of like Olive Garden or honestly any chain here in the U.S. I never cared for that. And I always knew that there was better food somewhere else. I always knew that America. And that'll be another thing that we talk about in another episode. The comparisons. But at the end. At the end. Because we have to experience it. We have to experience it all. Right. But I always knew that America was just kind of like an Epcot, you know, you go to this store, it's a replica, it's a sample, it's a, a capitalist version, marketed version of what that culture entails, but it's never the real thing. I've always heard Italians say that, yeah, the Olive Garden gives them agita, which is heart heartburn. Okay. And there's a reason for that. Like, it's not the same. It's not the same. Why is the pasta in, in Italy so healthier? I love cooking. I love food. So the only country that I knew of that was very particular about food and they have, like, this whole culture around it. And, like, portion control, too, in a way. Portion control. Well, yeah. I mean, amazing. Like, we eat so much in the U.S., but they don't eat that much here like that. And it's just... And they eat all throughout the day. Yeah. And I don't know. I just always thought of Italy, especially because the the terrain and everything, the views change within the cities. It's just like you can have it a little bit of everything. So, yeah, it's always been a dream of mine. And to think that I'm here right now is absolutely crazy. I've had a couple moments where I'm like, how the heck am I here? And I can let all those other little moments. I'm not. I'm not a, what do you call that, unrealistic. Like, I didn't think Italy was just magical all around. 
every country has its stuff. Like, every country has it. Like, no one shows the the real, like, experiences of traveling. When you're waiting in the line for at the airport, waiting for a train, or you're running to the train to, to, to catch it. You know, you're passing through people doing drugs or homeless and in streets and, 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 and neighborhoods that are not all that. Luggage is that missing and like how much luggage of, is missing, delayed of flights. a realistic experience that is like yeah. they, they fantasize it all. But what we've experienced once we've been in the city and very present and like in the moment has been everything and more of what I expected. So definitely makes up for it. And that's what we've been practicing is just like, I feel like above all else, all this is one teaching us to be in control of our own destiny, be in control of staying in the present, being in control in terms of just going with the flow and and just taking your lumps as you go, but like not letting it consume you or, or take over you. Yeah. And this has been the biggest test so far. A literal rom com. Because honestly, the way that our trip has gone, it's like exactly how a rom-com starts. It's like all chaos, all like everything goes wrong. And then all of a sudden it's like it just starts to slowly get better. I already said this at the beginning, but I feel like we're getting there to that point where it's like it slowly starts to get better. And I'm sure there'll be some rough patches here and there. But yeah, like we're only three days in. We still got 13 more days. How left. do I how is that possible? The second day I looked at you and I was like. How? Like we were only like <laughs> the night that we actually experienced Venice, like that full day of Venice. Like we got home, and I remember we were like on our way home. You said, "I'm not tired. I'm not tired. Like I'm I good." I was exhausted. I don't. As know soon what as I we got to the on. Airbnb and you showered and you laid in bed, like it hit you. You were just like, "Yo, I'm exhausted." Like, Low key, I got some meth from them kids. <laughs> I was like, "Give me some. I need it. <laughs> I needed to keep going." But we were just like, "Yo, it's been two days." But. What does that mean, though? Because we, we've also have said that our relationship has felt that way as well, that it's felt, and, and this is all in a good way. Like, it's not like it's been dragged out, but our relationship has felt longer than what it actually is. We've always said that we felt we've been together longer than what we actually are on paper. We've only been in Italy in total three days, but it feels a lot longer than three days. How? Do you chalk that up to just being in the present? Or is it just something that is unexplainable? I think it's just that so much has happened that we're like, what the hell? <laughs> it's been a week. Like, I think it's a lot that has happened. But two, we are also very in the present. We're not thinking about home much, except when we're updating our family. But we're not thinking about home. And it helps that there's a time difference. We detach ourselves completely and the, the time difference. But whenever we do things, we immerse ourselves so much and so deeply, whether it's something that's not really that like nice to go through and it's and it's unpleasant or it's like amazing but regardless we're immersed and and it's just so focused on being here and staying here and and not let leave letting our minds go somewhere else like so that that makes it feel like longer and i think that's what we've done with each other though so that's why but but yeah man uh, we said already a few times but we're only three days in. Venice has already checked off the list. Currently in Tuscany. We'll recap Tuscany after and Florence after we uh, actually really, go through it. You really can't listen to other people when they travel. And I just want to say this real quick and then we can end it. 
you can ask people, how is Venice? Did you like Venice? Or how did you do this place? Did you like it? And they could tell you your opinion, but you should not take that for face value because everyone has a different perspective. I've been told Venice stinks. I've been told Venice is dirty. I've been told Venice is like just like a beach. I mean, all this type of stuff. Like, I'm like, yo, that's such surface level descriptions now that I went. It doesn't stink. Sure, some moments maybe smell like, because that's everything is there. Surrounded by water. Surrounded by water. That's where they're all there. There's sewage goes, but like to say that the entire city stinks is crazy. It's absurd. And maybe there's seasons where it does, but for us, it was amazing. It didn't smell at all. But that's the same way with everything, though. Yeah. Music, movies, shows, clothing, all of it. Just take whatever people say. Sure. All right. Whatever. But don't use it to change your plans completely around because you will regret it. You need to go there to have your own experience. Because everything is about all about perspective. You got to do it for yourself. Do it for, like, there's a reason we wanted to do it. So, like, not let it sway. Yeah. And just, yeah, just, like, go through with your plan. See it through. Experience it the way you want to experience it. Make it yourself. And it's it's exactly that. Like, don't don't take for, like, like take it in as, in terms of, like, uh, like, notes or something just to keep aware of. But don't let it sway your judgment. Yeah. Because exactly what you said, it, it is all about perspective. Because people travel with different intentions. People travel with already different appreciations for things. Different reasoning people, as to why they're traveling. Yeah, like some people just travel because it's just traveling. They want to say that they went there. But they're not traveling for like actually to like be, be, feel like they live there. Feel like a local. Understand the culture and why things are a certain way. And appreciate it for what it is rather than appreciate it for what their interests are and what their comfort level is. Like there's no comfort level here. Like whenever we travel, I feel like our comfort goes out the window. We're just going to, what is it that they we do? We have no choice with this trip. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for sure. And that's why I feel like, you know, the universe knows that we can handle it. But some people, I hear them all the time. They're like, Oh my God, I, I could not imagine traveling without this many clothes or my this or this and that. And look at us. Three outfits on repeat. Three outfits on repeat. That's all we're buying. That's all we can afford. That's all we're going to make it work with. No, I'm not trying. We're not trying to spend all our money on on clothes. That's what I'm saying. At that point, we're just like, all right, forget it. Who cares about the photos? Who cares about, you know, who cares? Like when you look back, you're not going to look. I mean, granted, we were going to look back and be like, damn, like that outfit looked good in the city. And this like that's what our original plan was. But as we're going through this. As we're experiencing whatever, like all the experiences that we're having, I already know when it comes, and we've talked about this, that when it comes like three, four weeks down the line, we're going to look back at these moments. Of course, we're going to think of all the shit that happened that we talked about in the beginning of the episode, but it's just going to make the story of this trip in total that much better. Yeah. And that much more like, but and we're not going to be thinking about, oh, but I wore this outfit this day and I wore this outfit that day or damn, we wore the same outfit. Like, we're going to laugh about it and be like, damn, can you believe that we wore the same outfit for three days and we just had three outfits to... And we said it now. We're, it doesn't matter where the fuck we go from here on out. Everything is carry-on. We're, we're, we have control of everything. Yeah, forget checking the bag. If it's we need to so take sad. three outfits, if we have to take three outfits, bro, we're doing it right now. 
And it's crazy because honestly, we've been so we've been able to move around a lot easier because of we don't have that many stuff. Like we've been running to train stations because we need to get enough sleep. So we get there 20 minutes before. Like we don't try to get it. We're trying to get some sleep because we we're catching up. Maybe later on we'll, we won't need that much sleep. But um, just I can't imagine running around with that luggage as well. I mean, I would have it would have been fine, too. Like I would have like made it work. We would have made it work. But I'm also and it would have been something else that we would have been stressing about. Like, damn, bro, we got to take this money like that everywhere. It's I, heavy, do want, it's annoying. I do want it to come back because we spent money on them. clothes. <laughs> yeah. And I love those clothes. I really I oh, my God, I can't think of those clothes not coming back. We bought it for the purpose of being here. So we it kind of sucks that it's just like, damn. Obviously, like, if we do get it back, like, we're going to wear it in, like, back home. But Right. It's, like, whatever. We bought it with the purpose of being here. I know. But, I mean, if it gets here, it gets. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. We definitely look European as hell, though. <laughs> you got your tidy whiteies. <laughs> you got your tight clothes. I don't clothes. got no tighter whiteies. No, no, no. But everything's a little tighter. I love it. Yeah. And then you got your your, uh, your your shirts laid out. Everything's tight. Everything's, like, kind of, like, more European. I got these European sandals. And they're all the same shade, bro. These sweats that are like really nice from H&M. Because H&M and Zara, they're not, that, they're not the same as they are in the U.S. Like they have like really nice stuff. It, H&M in Venice tops them all. Uh-huh. Not for men. Yeah. For men, they didn't have a lot of stuff. They had three floors for women and then like one floor barely full of men. I know. It was so weird. But I loved it. And um, I am just got one short, two tanks. Making it work. Whatever. It is what it is. And uh, with that, I mean, there's, there's going to be a lot more to come. But yeah, just with stay tuned. Yeah, just with that, you know, thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, make sure to follow us on our Instagram, All About Perspective Podcast, to stay updated on when we post. Uh, rate the podcast and review. Write out one. It'll help us a lot. Subscribe if you haven't already. And it's the Danny signing off, uh, wishing y'all much love. Hopefully, whenever you guys travel, you guys have your maletas with you. <laughs> Stay blessed. Peace. Peace.